Hey, can you hear me? Hey, it's Andy. All right. Hey, dynamite. That's what I sound like. That's cool. I love that. Hey, welcome to Snackdown. I'm Justin, and this is... Andy! And we are here on a remote episode number two. Andy is in a different part of his house. <laughs> yeah. I, I keep switching it up depending on the state of affairs in the house. Uh, yeah. A.K.A. who's napping. <laughs> so. <laughs> I just... There's a door behind you, so I don't know if someone's going to open it and hit you in the head or... Uh, not if they're following social distancing, they're not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... We have a drink episode today, and uh, we were trying to think of what's a simple cocktail that we don't have to, like, rush out and get a ton of ingredients for. And considering my bar is a lot bigger than Andy's, we kind of had to think of not (laughs) necessarily what I had, but what Andy had. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So we just kind of started scrounging around. And, I, you know, honestly, like, sometimes... Sometimes it's nice to do kind of like weird, and I don't think we've gone like too crazy over the top in terms of ingredients. Sometimes it's cool to do crazy stuff, but sometimes it's good to, I don't know, if I were to listen, I'd be like, okay, well, is that kind of some stuff that I have in my house? And then, yeah, exactly. and then kind of go from there. But so I, th- I think most of these things are going to be things that people are going to be able to recreate in their house. Yep. And also, too, it's nice to do some cocktail classics just so that people, if they go out to a bar and they see it on a menu, they'll be like, oh, I actually know what that is now. That's right. Because if you go too crazy with it, then you're never going to see it anywhere. Yeah. So what are we going to start with? Uh, so <laughs> so we are going to start with uh, a whiskey sour. <laughs> <laughs> Andy forgot 20 minutes, literally 20 minutes ago. We were <laughs> I, I named another drink and you're like, nope, that's not the one we're doing. And I'm like, ha, 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 just kidding. Like, yeah. <laughs> It was embarrassing, but um, psych. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so um, um, but, yeah, but we're gonna do a whiskey sour first. And yeah, I think whiskey sour is pretty it, easy. It's pretty easy. I think most everyone's gonna have the ingredients, especially if you keep like if you're making cocktails, you're almost guaranteed to have lemons or limes in those cocktails. This one has lemons, so if you have lemons, you're almost halfway there. So um, when life gives you lemons, make a whiskey sour and other uh, whiskey drinks. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I, I think uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Yeah, you were just saying <laughs> I didn't that. Sleep super uh, well. <laughs> yeah, Andy's not <laughs> sleeping at all, and I am uh, sleeping too much. <laughs> oh man! Uh, but yeah, I don't know. We're gonna do a whiskey sour. We're not gonna we're not gonna trade recipes yet. Um, yep. We're both just kind of googling whiskey sours and uh, what we come up with. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll compare and, and maybe contrast. We'll do the same thing. Maybe not. We'll probably do the same thing. I, I, I would assume that there's got to be a really good standard. So And then we'll no. vote on whose was better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll pour, I'll pour my drink all over my laptop so you can slurp <laughs> it up. I've so. got my straw here yeah. to suck it out from under the keys. <laughs> are, are you going to be eating anything this episode or no? Uh, no, actually. Okay. I mean, I wasn't planning on it. I might just get some gummy bears. I just don't want to be rude. I could put a lasagna in, but that'd be done by the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd like, I'd like look over at your video and you'd be like laying like the long strips. Of lasagna. <laughs> yeah. You're like almost there. Yum. Yum. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break so we can go make our first drink and then we'll be back. <laughs> All right. See you in a bit. All right. Yeah. Bye. And hey! Oh, hey! No, hey! Oh, and no, you and and we're we're hey back. (laughs) Very cool. Okay, so we made a uh, whiskey sour. So, what does yours look like, Andy? I want to see it. Okay, you don't have maraschino. Do you have a maraschino cherry in there? Yeah, it's sunk. Yeah, mine's sunk too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
But I have okay. an orange peel, so that's what took me an extra seven minutes. <laughs> in in my defense, I made two. Oh, you made two. You want one for Kalen? Yeah. Kalen's on the pod. Say hi, Kalen. Hi. Yes. <laughs> Nailed it. Yes. Buddy, I knew there was a reason why I was posted up down here today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or- Andy's got the correct garnish, which is an orange peel. Uh, orange. But orange slice. Orange. He's yeah. got an orange slice. And There's I've a... got just the maraschino cherry. So let's take a sip of it before it gets too melty, and then we will talk more like, about More like maraschino cherry, am I right, guys? <laughs> Yum. That's I like good. that. All right, so Andy, what recipe did you use? Uh, so I did two ounces of bourbon, three-quarter ounce of simple syrup, yep. and three-quarter ounce of lemon. Okay, so that was the recipe I was going to use. I almost what? used it. <laughs> and then I changed at the last minute to use the International Bartenders Association. Of course like, you would. Of licensed course. cocktail. <laughs> so uh-huh. it's a little less bourbon, a little less simple syrup. So it's one and a half ounces bourbon, three-fourths ounce lemon juice, and then half an ounce of simple syrup. So it's way prob- It's probably way lemonier. Ugh. It's a little bit more lemony. This orange tastes like musty. Hold on. <laughs> musty orange. And he threw it out the window. <laughs> oh. Darn you, garnish. <laughs> I, I like don't even have my phone here to warn Kalen. <laughs> anyway. It's not the best time for produce. It's actually snowing today, which was uh, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you might hear a snowplow go by, which yeah. is not great, but whatever. Um, okay, so uh, thoughts on this. I think it's pretty good. It's very, very simple. It's a little lemony, but a little bit sweet. So some of the, the recipes I saw asked just for sweet and sour mix. Um, which is basically lemon sugar. This is very similar to a gold rush. I need to have them kind of side by side, but for some reason I'm preferring a gold rush at this point. Really? Yeah. So whiskey sour is pretty simple and there's a lot of like variations on it. Yeah. The two most popular is a Boston sour, which has an egg white on it, which I think that'd be kind of interesting. Would it? I don't know what kind of a a flavor. I don't know what kind of flavor (laughs) an egg white adds. Do you? (laughs) An egg white, like a whipped egg white. It was this exact recipe, only you're adding egg white on top. Mm, meat, <laughs> meat. <flavor. laughs> and d- then definitely uh, thicker. It would definitely be like a thicker feel. A New York sour is the same thing, but you're adding red wine on top. Mm, that sounds fantastic. Yeah. So this that. is. It's kind of interesting that we're doing this drink because the day my job got like shut down and I got quarantined mm-hmm. I went out quickly to stack up at the grocery store and then I stopped at the liquor store cuz I was getting low on vodka <laughs> and while I was there I was like you know what I'm going to uh treat myself to something nice mm-hmm. so I got something I I was looking for something I'd never got before so I got pomegranate liqueur and the bottle looked kind of cool and so I was looking at drinks to make with a pomegranate liqueur mm-hmm. and the main one i was making all week was like it's called a forbidden sour and it's uh... a <laughs> just... so you're just sitting in your apartment alone making a forbidden sour. and drinking it in my blanket for is what i was doing and reading romance novels <laughs> <laughs> yeah what happens next and watching soaps <laughs> um that's cool. But that's it was basically a play on a whiskey sour, only it's a little so it was like one ounce of the pomegranate, one mm-hmm. ounce bourbon, one ounce lemon juice, and then half an ounce simple syrup. Very, uh, very good. So from the Cosmo uh quiz that you took, what type of armchair are you? <laughs> a lazy boy. <laughs> Ooh, a, nice. I didn't set you up on that, but that was awesome. <laughs> but yeah, but I didn't know until I bought that pomegranate liqueur that most people that you put pomegranate in things use grenadine. And pomegranate liqueur is a new 
thing. Like, that was 2006 that they made that brand, and they're, like, officially one of the first pomegranate liqueurs. So before that, they didn't have pomegranate liqueurs. Just add grenadine if you want that flavor. If you want a weird. pomegranate flavor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just kind of like this really pomegranate juice is one of the main sweet. things in, pom- in grenadine. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, Amazing. I didn't know that either. Then I was looking, I'm like, huh. And so you could actually make a forbidden sour with grenadine. You just have to use less of it because grenadine is super sweet. Do you have any grenadine? I, d- I do. I still have my uh, <laughs> barrel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it's a metric ton of grenadine that you got. I have a two-bedroom apartment, and one bedroom <laughs> is just grenadine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that shit's paying rent. <laughs> it's awesome. So the origins of a whiskey sour is yeah. chili. Really? Chile. Mm-hmm. In Iquique, Chile. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> in 1870. Okay. Yeah. There's not much history behind it other than, like, they know that that's kind of where it came from. So the first mention of it is in uh, the Wisconsin newspaper called Waukesha Plains Dealer in so, 1870. But then later in 1962, there was a Peruvian newspaper that was published that states... Elliot Stubbs created it in Iquique, Chile. So um, that's that's the whole history. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily have guessed Chile. Yeah, I wouldn't have either. Like, I, and I'm not like I don't think of like a big tropical drink or whatever as being like Chile as well. But like, I would think more be more closely lined with I don't know whiskey roots. Yeah, maybe yeah. more like truly European. I, but I mean, you think of you would think who, with Chile, it would be a different base alcohol. I, I, you know, who was it? Like, what was the guy's last name? Stubbs. Yeah, it was not a, like a Chilean sounding no, name. Didn't no. sound. Yeah, no, no. Neither uh, indigenous nor Spanish. Yeah, it was like a guy from like England that was like, "Oh man, this empire is getting pretty big." And then he's like, <laughs> "Hey locals, you got a bunch of uh, you got a bunch of fruit that I can throw in my whiskey." And then people were just like, "Who the hell is this guy?" It's like, oh, this whiskey's sour. <laughs> I'm Mr. Stubbs, of course. I need my vitamin C and I need to... <laughs> Some people know. call me sweet and sour Stubbs. <laughs> well, at least I'm glad you didn't call it a whiskey Stubbs. Yeah. So, can, can I have a whiskey sp- Stubbs? So here's something <laughs> That's I my found last very name? funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when I was looking up a whiskey sour, you know how Google has those like frequently asked questions? Yeah. The top one was, is a whiskey sour a girly drink? <laughs> like, I'm like, Yes, you what? toxic masculinity bastard. I can just imagine someone at a bar, like, about to order, and then, it, like, wait a second, and then asking Google. <laughs> then it's like, Google's Am like, I allowed to order this? Yes, whiskey sour is. You should order an Incredible Hulk instead. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I don't understand that. Anyways, I think it's pretty good. Yeah, so, you know. I wonder whose was better. Mine was a little more on the lemony side just because there was more lemon than simple syrup and there was a little less bourbon. Hmm. But this, I I went with it just because I was like, well, this is like the official version from the International Bartenders Association, so I thought I'd try it. Mm -hmm. But there was a ton of different, like looking, I went through a bunch of different recipes and there's lots of different, the ingredients are always the same. But the, you know, the but proportions some of them are... would like add in the egg white, like I said, or whatever. But um, the proportions are always like a little bit different. So I'd like to try a. So it's a New York sour, you said, with the wine. Yeah, yeah. So it's whiskey, then the New York, and then all those ingredients, and then wine on top of that. Yeah, you shake it all, I think, and you pour it in your glass, and then you pour the wine on top. It's like a you top float it with wine. Ooh, yeah. that sounds great. So um, I was looking up a Gold Rush because 
it, it's been a while since I've made one. And uh, the only real difference between a whiskey sour and a gold rush is honey syrup, which is just equal parts honey and then water. And you you bring it up, not quite to a simmer, yeah. but just until it's kind of mixed in, let it cool. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. But it's a, it's an ounce of honey syrup and then three quarter ounce of lemon juice and then two ounces of bourbon. It does taste like it's good, like we said, but I think it does taste a little simple. Like it's a little, like, <laughs> like it's lacking. Like Mr. Stubbs wanted it to. <laughs> yeah. Just a simple man. It's just a whiskey simple. <laughs> but that's why I think like if you look up, there's a lot of variations Yeah, um, yeah. on the whiskey sour, like the Boston and the New York and the forbidden mm-hmm. sour that I had. <laughs> I'm never going to dance again. I just died in your arms tonight. <laughs> You're listening to an entire Smiths track, uh, mm-hmm. the Smiths album. <laughs> I like the Smiths, by the way. The yeah, Smiths are good. Um, is, oh, Morrissey's dead, too. <laughs> remember, oh, yeah. remember when we were asking if Tom Petty was dead? Yeah. Definitely dead. You know, okay. So. All right. Speaking of dead people, I'm sorry. We're going to do this. Sorry, whiskey sours are sort of a dark drink. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite musician, uh, well, top five musicians, and number one favorite lyricist, John Prine is dead. So yeah, that sucks. I'm really bummed about that. Yeah, good, good musician. He's he's like alternative country. A lot of people just get deterred from the word country. So just kind of yeah. take that with a grain of salt. I would just think of him as more folk. But yeah, just give John Prine a listen if you want to, or not. I'm not your boss, and I don't have control of your aux cable. So that's all I wanted to talk about, and you can delete that if you want. (laughs) Andy's souring the mood. (laughs) I am whiskey souring the mood, being stubs over here. Uh, I'm still here, guys. I never left. You didn't kick me out, so I just kind of show up early, and I leave pretty late. So what's the longest you've ever jumping jacked for? Excuse me? What are you talking about? (laughs) I was trying to work out. And Oh doing well, jump jack jump jump jacks? Jumping jacks. Okay, jumping jacks, yeah. Doing jumping yeah. jacks. Or For doing, like an extended period of time. Or as the Brits call it, star jumps. <laughs> I'm not getting <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, Google. That, that. can't be real. <laughs> yeah, can I get a can I get a witness jack? And other star British Star jumps? Star jumps. Furman. Let me know, Furman. Yeah. If you move while doing your star jumps, you're a shooting star. <laughs> if you're shooting an AK while you're doing star jumps, you're also a shooting star. <laughs> look it up, dude. Look up star jumps. But yeah, so I was sitting I here, you know, <laughs> I hear a lot about people thinking they're going to gain weight while they're stuck inside. And uh-huh. I was thinking, I'm not going to gain weight because I'm going to like basically have the same diet. I'm not going to like snack all day. And then I realized, oh, I really haven't been moving that much <laughs> like I would be if I was working. So then I was like, I should, tr- I should try some exercise or something. So I'm like, I'm going to jumping jacks for like an extended period of time. If you go past like five minutes, it is insane. And now I'm limping around my apartment. My, the back, <laughs> the calves of my legs and uh, my arms are quite sore from the star jumps. <laughs> okay, Okay, hold on a second. I haven't seen where it says star jump. It's bizarre because so I'm on the Wikipedia it's page. It's bizarre jumps. It's bizarre jump. It's you're gonna lose it. So it, the Wikipedia site says jumping jack. You can also go to see also and see also is split jack. But then external links at the way bottom past references. It's star jump demonstration <laughs> in the U.S. and so Canada. So you must have gone. <laughs> you must have gone on a like from the 1700s. A star jump. No, I don't know where I got this from, but 
Uh, so a jumping Elliot jacket. Stubbs was the first star jumper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about, but um, anyway, so there's a jumping jack in in the U.S. and Canada, and then in the U.K. and other nations, it's called a windmill romper. <laughs> Frick calls uh, it a windmill romper. It makes me not want to do that. You see, have like, you ever windmill romped for ten minutes? <laughs> you see, I look. I looked up windmill romper, and then it says in Google questions, "Is a windmill romper girly?" <laughs> so in the U.S. military, it's also called a side straddle hop. No one calls it that. Like <laughs> ten foot. <laughs> I, I want to see some side straddle hops. In the USA military. Give me 50 side straddle hops now. Yeah, you could like slur jumping jack. Like, give me a jump jack. Like, you couldn't yeah. slur, give me a side straddle hop. <laughs> like, well, like, now that we learned, uh, what was the other one? The whomping? <laughs> the whomper? No. The windmill romper. The star jump doesn't sound as bad anymore now that we've delved into further descriptors. <laughs> the side straddle hop? Like, who, who thought of that? Like, a, fit, uh, a kinesiologist was probably like, no, it's actually technically a side straddle hop. Like, <laughs> yeah. So um, a jumping jack. It was. It was. Um, it, it was erroneously identified as World War One U.S. General John J. Blackjack Pershing. In fact, the name comes from the jumping jack children's toy, which makes a similar arm swing and legs play while the strings are tugged. There's a jumping jack toy. Yeah. So the but the toy origins date back thousands of years. We're going on a real rabbit hole here. Okay. <laughs> So the jumping jack figure is a cross between a puppet and a paper doll. It's one of those dolls where you hold, you can kind of like hold the head that's on a string or, you know, maybe mm-hmm. like the neck's on it. You're not like choking the yeah. thing out, but, and then you pull the bottom that's oh, like the poop, in between the, the string two legs. underneath it too. And then the yeah. legs just kind of like, kind of mm-hmm. go like that. Yeah. 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 Uh, but it was also called uh, a quacker wadger. <laughs> oh no. Mm-hmm. A wooden puppet, which can be made to dance by pulling its strings is a quacker wadger. That oh is my. such. That Dude, sounds like a horror movie. No, it sounds know? like it sounds like you're gonna kill it at Scrabble. Is what it sounds it's like, like. It's like, but you know that movie like the Babadook. It's like the <laughs> no. Babadook two, the Quapper Wadger, <laughs> whatever. You uh, never seen the Babadook? No, what's the Babadook? Hold on, it's let me a, let me let me hold on. Let me, let me before I get off of that. Really, it's a horror movie. That sounds cute. Well, that's what I was saying. That the thing you just said. What, what was it? The Quapper Wadger. Quacker Wadger. Uh, let me spell it. Let me spell it for people that want to just like destroy it. Scrabble. It's Q U O C K E R W O D G E R. It also sounds like a candy. Uh, or yeah, 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 yeah. Like, hey, <laughs> what do you want to eat? Would you like a Charleston chew? Nay, give me the Quaker Wadger. <laughs> <laughs> one whatchamacallit, and one Quaker Wadger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, you know, I think we're kind of getting into our next drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good yeah so uh, did you taste your bourbon what was your main taste main taste was it was the lemon i mean the lemon is just overpowering in that mm-hmm. if you don't necessarily like bourbon but maybe want to uh i don't know it, if you want a drink that's just very lemony yeah. um this would be a good drink uh i really didn't taste the bourbon and i gotta say and you had more bourbon than i did would you how much bourbon did you have? i only had an ounce and a half you had two ounces so. Well, okay, okay. So the the recipe called for it, but what actually transpired was in in true quarantine fashion. I know we're not really talking about it, but I filled up as many uh, as I could to get to four. But I used like two bottles <laughs> and like polished, I, like finished two <laughs> bottles. So it was actually it was actually a blendy blend. <laughs> two different brands. <laughs> yeah. 
So I did Basil Hayden and uh, uh, Buffalo Trace. But see, you you blended yours with much better bourbon than I did. What'd I used you... a big jug of like Evan Williams. Oh, I could have done that. Yeah, I probably should have done that. I got some E-dub and a decanter in the parlor. Maybe I should get yeah. that. And uh, <laughs> as I'm walking by the Quaker Wadger, oh, kind of <laughs> tuck it on its strings and make it dance like a little <laughs> jumping man. <laughs> You're going to hear, like, pitter-patters at night. Who's that? Quaker Macher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, my son just, like, opens his eyes, like, just thousand-yard stare. Quaker Watcher. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's here. I'm, like, I told cock- you. I'm cocking it's the shotgun. Movie. I'm cocking the shotgun. I, I spit a bunch of chewing tobacco out of the side of my mouth. And, <laughs> and everyone's like, why were you sleeping with chewing tobacco in your mouth? And I'm like, no time for questions. The Quaker Watcher's here. <laughs> Well, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say my drink was better because it was made with one bourbon and it was made by IBA standards. You know, heck on IBA standards. I don't. <laughs> That's true. I th- <laughs> wow, you really backed down pretty quick on that, huh? I don't care. I mean, I don't think any cocktail we've made is by IBA standards, and I think cocktails are free to like do what you want with them. You know what I mean? They're subjective. They're highly subjective. Yeah. And, like, every bar you go to, they do it a little different. So, I mean, I'm sure there is a standard, but I don't think, I don't really think you have to follow them. Correct. Well, let's, uh, let's, do we talk about the next one? Let's talk about it when we come back. It's a mystery. Do we talk about it before? Just like the Quaker Modger. We didn't, no, we didn't mention it at all. Nice. I'll give you a hint, though, snack pack. It's easy like Sunday morning. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, we're going to take a break. (laughs) And during this break, take some time, do some star jumps. Do some side hurdles, straddles, or whatever the hell they're called. <laughs> we already forgot. It's too, it's too confusing. Too dumb. The, the windmill dumb rompers. Windmill romps. Yeah, windmill rompers. And actually... Now, a romper, if you go all the way back to episode nine... We're wearing to rompers. To the wine episode... <laughs> we're wearing We rompers. talk about rompers. Rompers. Which is a adult onesie, uh, basically. Yeah. It's like it, a well, it's like, a new, it's like yeah. shorts attached to a shirt. It like gets you of. at the waist and the groin, but there's like no leg warmth so if you like windmill kick someone well we'll be right while back wearing a romper <laughs> you're a windmill romper <laughs> all right we'll be back with another drink <laughs> all right listen to that music all right bye, all right, bye. And we're back. <laughs> nice. Andy, what are you, you're wearing like a sports shirt. Hmm? You're wearing uh, a sports jacket. Kellen <laughs> found it in a field. Wait, what? <laughs> like in like an agricultural field. Uh, I think someone was four-wheeling and like dropped it by accident. But it fits me, honestly. It's like, I'm like kind of like a, I'm not lanky anymore. I've gained significant amounts of weight. But I'm taller, and so, like, yeah. not a lot of stuff fits me, and, like, this fits me perfectly. So, it is... Did bo- she pull it out of the mud and the dirt and say, oh, this would fit Andy? <laughs> she kind of, like, she, like, dusted it off like a mammal, like, jumped yeah. out of it. So, should what's we your, sip? What's yours? Cheers. Look like? Ours looks pretty similar. Ours look pretty similar. Mine's a little darker, maybe? Hmm. It's, you're, you're just... Yeah, okay. You're right. Ready? Sip. This is pleasant. It I like pleasant. this. This adds a dynamic that a lot of... Fruity and tropical drink. Here, listen. Do you hear the snowplow? No. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, what we're drinking is a Commodore. And so, I don't know what 
recipe you used, Andy. I think we're, ours are probably pretty similar. I didn't really um. use one. Uh, <laughs> well, no, I did. I this just... is what I think a Commodore should be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I looked up to see what the color of a Commodore would be, and then I made my own drink. <laughs> Ketchup and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not even any alcohol in there. <laughs> um, we used the... Go-gurt. <laughs> Go-gurt. So what are you looking up? What <laughs> recipe you used? Yeah. So which website did you use? I used, um, I can't remember. Oh, you don't have to use like the, you don't have to say like, I mean, I used restlesschipotle.com. Um, but mine was basically an ounce and a half of bourbon, one ounce creme de cacao, one ounce of lemon juice, and then a half to one teaspoon of grenadine. Yours Mix is a little different than mine. Mix them all together, shake a shake and you're good. Mine I made from Differed Skies. For discerning drinks. <laughs> Stop. That's not it. <laughs> it's what the underline thing it says. <laughs> Does it really? That sounds like a tagline you would make up as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I had two ounces of uh, bourbon, mm-hmm. three-fourths ounce cream to cacao, one-fourth mm-hmm. ounce grenadine, half an ounce lemon juice, and two dashes of Angostura bitters. Oh, shoot. I forgot bitters. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Some of them don't call for bitters. Mm, this one doesn't call for bitters. You know, the last the last recipe that I was going to use... Did call for bitters, so I actually pulled bitters out of yep. the liquor cabinet mm-hmm. and was going to use it. And then I'm looking at this thing, and it just like doesn't yeah. say to use it. So, so when I was looking for this, I looked at like I gotta say like six or seven recipes, and every single one was different. So the Commodore is like all over the place. I saw some that had an egg white. Oh my gosh, they gotta back off with the egg white. Yeah, some of them had orange bitters instead of Angostura. Some of them had no bitters like yours. Mm-hmm. Some of them had strawberry syrup. Ooh. Weird. That sounds good. Um, it just has um, Nesquik in it. <laughs> yeah. Some of them had rye instead of bourbon. So it was just like all over the place. There's no Wikipedia for a Commodore. There was no like origins or anything like that. The only origins I saw was that it was best known to be a 1930s drink. Ooh, that's awesome. So and that's about it. There's not much. I think like the drink itself is like if you went to a bar, it'd be completely different than another bar. I want to say like... I feel like in just this research and not not heavy research, but in our drinking, you know, when we've looked up these cocktails, I feel like all the cocktails that have basically just like lime or lemon as like the main base, and then you get like a little kind of variant and a little extra flavor here and there. That's an 1800s cocktail. Yep. <laughs> and, yep. And, it is. And, and then when you get like a little crazier and there's like a little more room for interpretation and you, you get maybe four or five ingredients in there, that's like 1930s and onward. Yep. I mean, this is a perfect example. These two drinks. The last one, which is very simple, mm-hmm. was an 1870. And you get to 1930 and you're adding bitters and you're adding grenadine yeah. and you're adding it got real crazy after that but i gotta say so um so mine called for let me let me tell you about my concessions that i that i made so the bourbon the one and a half ounces of bourbon i i was i was true to that the one ounce of creme de cacao i was true to that i used a dark creme de cacao there is a white creme de cacao this one didn't call specifically for that yeah mine called for white and most of them do and i only had dark so we kind of and and we we kind of, you know, we, we use different recipes, but you and I looked up and talked about it before, like, oh, we're going to have to use white or dark. And th- the only difference that I could see was color. And honestly, yeah. I don't see color. So Yeah, so like if you're going for a certain look for your cocktail, like if you're looking for like maybe a light pink or something like that, maybe you would use white cream de cacao. But from what we looked at, it's mostly an aesthetic thing. It's mostly for yeah. look. And so this drink is a very dark red if we used white it would probably hint more in like pink so when i got to the lemon juice because i didn't have so many lemons what i did was the one half of a lemon that i got like 
apparently it still had quite a bit more to it. And I, I typically find that for each lemon half, it's about three quarter to an ounce of liquid mm-hmm. per half. Um, so I probably got, I don't know, honestly, like, cause I, I, I used most of one lemon in the whiskey sour for myself and Kalen. And yeah. so I was kind of like squeezing the tail end of that. And I swear it was like biblical. I was like, wow, I keep getting more. <laughs> the lemon that never stops. Yeah. And I'm like, on the eighth day, it finally stopped. You know, but um, so I, I, I took that. and then Some I, say Kaylin is still squeezing the lemon. <laughs> yeah. Her forearms are supple now. Um, so I supplemented that a little bit with limoncello. And then uh, also another quarter of an ounce of key lime juice that was in the fridge (laughs) so um so i'm gonna say mine beats yours again (laughs) in terms of what in flavor yeah i don't know actually yeah lies dude mine's great so i i chose mine specifically because i wanted to use the angostura bitters because i have them and i rarely ever use them in a cocktail i i love bitters and i think that they would have Probably blended well with his drink. This, so this recipe didn't call for it. Yeah. You have Angostura bitters. Yeah, I've got Why orange and Why does the label regular. not fit on the bottle? Uh, I don't know. It seems like sloppy work. <laughs> it does. It's so annoying. <laughs> yeah. Well, have you ever seen like a Basil Hayden's bottle? Yeah. And like mm-hmm. it looks like bow sort of or like a weird hiked up uh, yeah. sports penny. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I, that's uh, That's worth looking up. Yeah, maybe we should look that up. Oh, Andy, while you're looking at that, I have a question. The clock behind you, does it work? No. Did Kalen specifically set it to that time? No, that wasn't like, the first time we ever kissed. Like, don't even start with that. Story. No. So <laughs> here's a here's a weird story from the line of work that I'm in. So I work in, like, film photography. We set up rooms. We shoot for magazines and commercials. And when the stylist, every time she would put up a clock, I, I asked her, like, well, now when you put up a clock, you set it to a specific time? Because... Mm-hmm. I was just wondering if she does. And she was she worked in Hollywood. She's worked in like some big movies. You know, she's been all over the place. So she said, if you look, clocks will always be set to 10 minutes to 2 or 10 minutes after 10, which is the same. It's almost what your clock is set to. No shit. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yes, that's apparently just when it died. that is the most pleasing time to people for some reason. Like when people see a clock, there's been research that that's the most like pleasing look for a clock. That's bizarre. So if, you, if you look in magazines, you'll start seeing that all the clocks are set to that time. It's very strange. <laughs> that's okay. So that's crazy. And then on top of that, that's even more crazy. I mean, yeah, like well, mine, mine well, is that's like why two, I was asking because is, I saw so that. And I'm like, so you said she 10 minutes to two? It's like two. It's literally two minutes off. Yeah. Cool. Well, you know what? It's always pleasing around here. And uh, mm-hmm. we're very happy anyway, people. <laughs> did, you find, did you find out the label mishap? Oh, yeah. Okay, so this is from Elkademics.com. So for a competition of some sort, one brother for the Angostura brand designed the bottle and then another brother designed the label. And by the time they figured out that they should have consulted each other on this, the size of each, it was too late to change. <laughs> I've heard that story before, actually, but I thought it was like made up. No. But, huh? Seems... Yeah. But like the bottle's not even cool. Like it's just, an, it's just a bottle. Yeah. So like... 1824... That's... That's what he came up with? Is when is when it was made. I don't know. I feel like they're just wasting paper at this point. You know what I mean? There's it's a big overlap of how big the label is versus the bottle. It's like a full quarter, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to taste what I taste in this drink. It's pretty well blended, at least mine is. I taste dude, the dude, cacao. Don't, 
It's very. Well, I don't. I can't tell what you're drinking. I'm yeah, not, but I'm but not knocking kinda, your drink. I'm just. You, you kind of went elitist like pretty early on this drink, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> and then you're kind of just being condescending at this point. <laughs> I taste the cream de cacao way late. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't taste, I taste it like I right taste up front. It. Way up front. I taste more... Bitters? Uh, it's different. I taste a little bit of lemon juice and grenadine and bourbon. And then after, once it's off my tongue, I taste like I just swallowed like a Tootsie Roll. Like I taste the cream de cacao. Yes. That's 100... Okay, so Tootsie Roll. That's the first thing I tasted. Really? I'm, Tootsie Roll? Yeah, I'm not kidding. That is 100% <laughs> the first thing I tasted. That is so funny. I, okay, I feel like you and I are getting more on the same page with taste. <laughs> yeah. You think so? Mm-hmm. I think so. And like in just like weird ways, just like little ways like that. Like yesterday, yesterday you were like, man, it's a, it's a real milk punch day, right? Like you posted that up on like Discord. And I was thinking the exact freaking same <laughs> thing. Like that really? day. I'm not kidding. Yes. <laughs> That's crazy. It, yesterday was a milk punch day. It was. Yeah. I like this drink. So what do you what what drink do you like better? I think I like this one better. I do like this one better. I think it's a little more complex. Um mm-hmm. I really like the addition of the creme de cacao. You said like yeah. you couldn't really separate it early on when you're drinking it. I think it yeah, just adds a like a bit later. I think it just kinda adds like a little base note to it. You know, it's mm-hmm. like nothing like really explosive in your yeah. mind necessarily. How much lemon juice did you put in it? Well it was all over the place because it was like a quarter ounce oh, that's lemon right. juice. You and got then lime like juice a quarter in ounce too. like yeah, quarter ounce limoncello and a quarter ounce uh, key Maybe lime juice. You should write down that what you did. Yeah, and make it real new, bougie. Uh, like yeah. turn it turn it into a uh, from a mistake into a, like a little bougie thing. I mean, there's oh, so many. Uh, oh, you don't have any key lime lemon juice? Uh, key lime juice? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, you don't have you know? Oh, everyone. Well, I mean, there's so many different variations on this drink. You could just add another one into the pool. I mean, you and I have had a couple like the sidecar. The sidecar was very specific of like what was acceptable you know what i mean mm-hmm. we went we went back and kind of like changed it up a little bit this drink is very forgiving i think mm-hmm. and that lends it to kind of experimenting mm-hmm. a little bit with it good variance yeah yeah and so I, I liked the whiskey sour i just think it was a little too simple and i think that's why people have like expanded on like the boston sour the new york sour yeah people went further with it so but yeah i i, I this is a very forgiving drink so if you if you have like most of the ingredients for it or some of the ingredients and you can kind of find some other way to substitute go nuts give it this yeah. one a try mm-hmm. uh the commodore and so there's, there's like also com- a commodore 64 yeah that what it's called yeah, yeah it's and like, so that it's... one adds orange juice in it which is kind of interesting and then you have to put the cartridges in on the top sorry cartridges? It, was a, it was a nintendo 64 joke <laughs> oh nice uh so um, i still want to do a drink that has a, a sugared rim we've never done a sugared rim drink i'd be fine with that is there any other rims that you do in a drink? Is there like a cinnamon rim drink? Cinnamon rim? Yes. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I don't. I don't know. I, what would be sugar rimmed other than a sugar rimmed margarita? I, I think a lot of like really really sweet drinks are also sugared rim. Although I feel like you would sugar rim something that wasn't sweet mm-hmm. to like counteract it. Oh man. Well, that, that was, was delicious. A sm- that was a smooth drink. Yeah, Commodore mm-hmm. is where it's at. Kellen was Kellen had to go upstairs, but um, yeah, I think she you missed, made her the wrong one. She missed the best drink. Yeah, <laughs> so maybe we'll have it tonight. Honestly, I mean, yeah, we have should. all the ingredients. Would uh, did you do the same bourbon? Yeah, Evelyn? I used the same one, Evan Williams. I just have mm-hmm. a big thing of it for mixing. I should have done Evan Williams, but I did a different one. <laughs> Which one did you do this time? Four roses, small oh. batch. <laughs> So we were talking last week about that 
uh, whiskey tasting I was watching. And Four Roses is one of his favorite bourbons. Like a go-to? Like a go-to, like a cheaper bourbon. Not like super cheap, but like yeah, a more attainable not a, a more attainable bourbon. And I've actually never yeah. had Four Roses. Oh, really? Yeah. Dude, get it. As much I'm as I, I'm like a super big connoisseur of whiskey and scotch. You're a scotch I boy. also judge things by their bottles <laughs> for some reason. You Google, hey, is I Four def- Roses girly? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I definitely judge my liquor and my books by their covers for some reason. Yeah, it doesn't have anything that pops too much, but... Yeah, so, like, when I'm looking for a new... When I'm looking to try something new, I'm just kind of looking for a bottle to, like, pop out at me. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Four Roses never has. And I have never heard about it before I watched that whiskey tasting. And he's like, get Four Roses. So the next time I think I'm at the liquor store, I'll probably get some. I'm actually really bummed that I just went through my last Basil Hayden's. On a mixed drink? (laughs) It, dude, it was like it was like such a small little yeah. You know what's it there? So I have a bunch of bottles like above my fridge where all my bottles are. You know, I I told you last week. I think I said that I have seven bottles of scotch, but a lot of them are like at the last dregs, <laughs> and I was just like, I, no, no, I not, like, it's, look, it's not dregs. If you if there's sediment, it's dregs. If there's no sediment, not dregs. Okay, let's dram. <laughs> just keep it yeah. as a dram. Dram. Yeah, that's a good term for it. That's um, what it is. It's always hard for me to finish a bottle. So then I, I get to that last <laughs> drink, and then it stays there for like a year or more. Is it because you don't want to recycle it, or what? Or because you just like are cherishing that last flavor? I, I cherish it, and I feel like there needs to be some special reason me, for me to finish a bottle. Dude, drink those last bottles, all right? You know? Make some room. Because when we, when we get back in person, it's going to be hardcore. <laughs> Yeah, we need to have like a big celebration the first time we meet in person again. Uh, you know what? That's going to be another champagne episode, actually. It should be. <laughs> Maybe we'll do like food and then champagne. It was so just kind of like the... that pomegranate liqueur that I got? Yes. It came with like a little tag with like a suggested cocktail. And it's <laughs> pomegranate liqueur and champagne. Oh, nice. So I, maybe, be, uh, maybe we have a forbidden champagne rendezvous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm up for that. Um, well, cool. Well, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, if, so so I would say if you want a whiskey sour, go to a bar. Um, if you want a Commodore, maybe also go to a bar. But I think that that would be like a real treat at home that I think is also very accessible for you. And I and both drinks, I think, will taste a little different everywhere you go because mm-hmm. there's, uh, there's variations on them. And especially the Commodore because the Commodore is not set. Like the yeah. whiskey sour, they, there is IBA uh, standards. Yeah. So a bar might follow that. Commodores are just all over the place. And if you have a Commodore with and without uh, bitters, let us know what you like. Yeah. Let us know if you like one or the other. Leave a um, leave a message on our voicemail or mm-hmm. uh, uh, any of our Instagram socials. And um, and if you make your Commodore with limoncello and key lime, uh, let Andy know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, yay, you're the coolest. Well, thanks, guys, for uh, hanging with us again. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm still hanging out with you. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, it's not as good as in person. No, but uh, I think this yeah. works. Yeah, yeah. I, I was very skeptical, but it, we're kind of, yeah, we're kind of growing into our own. That's good. But yeah, and thanks, it, thank you all for hanging out with us. I know it's. I, I feel like a lot of people have their kind of groove of when they listen to a podcast, and a lot of times it's at work or on the way to work or coming back from work or. But hey, if you can work us into. Whatever you're doing right now, whether you're blessed enough to work, um, and thank you for working, or working on house projects, or or just staying sane somehow, 
if you're working us into your your routine, thank you. I really yeah, appreciate thank you. that. It's and, awesome. Um, well, cool. Uh, you want to do the readout? Yeah. Thanks for listening today. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can find this episode and others like it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a bunch of other places. And you can find us on YouTube, and you can find all these episodes on there, and you can call us at 315-313-5456, and you can leave us a message, and we'll probably end up playing it on the podcast. So if you want to hear yourself in your earbuds, give us a call. And they go, that's what I sound like? Don't worry, we do that every week. We do. <laughs> and Justin, who edits, has to listen to himself many, many times over. <laughs> yes. So get yeah, used and, to Yeah, uh, and contact us on socials and give us suggestions, because we're kind of like holed up in our homes, and we're just, we have simple ingredients, so if you have an idea for something that we both can do, that'd be welcomed. Completely. It's a good time to sharpen your culinary skills and to get creative. So. Yeah, and if you give us an idea and we do it, we will shout you out. So if oh. that tantalizes you. <laughs> Completely. Yeah. <laughs> nice use of tantalize. I think yeah. I read that in Cosmo. Yeah. And Just calling read... myself out as uh, being a Cosmo reader. <laughs> Don't forget to drink your forbidden sour while reading your Cosmo. <laughs> and uh, also, go back if you're bored. <laughs> If you really like the show, go back and listen to old episodes. I've actually done that because I, uh, I've i also been bored. And then I'm like, I kind of miss Andy. So I'll listen to a, an oh, old episode that I've nice. forgotten. And uh, they're still good. I'm, I think I'm going to listen to the Milk Punch episode now. Oh, yeah. Milk Punch. <laughs> because I don't really want to make Milk Punch again because it's very tedious and time-consuming and requires a lot of lemon juice, I think. But you want to remember what it felt like to drink one. <laughs> Completely. But, uh, All right. Yeah, thanks for joining us today. Have, thanks for joining uh, have us. Have a good day, and I, I hope you and your family are safe and healthy and well. We thank you all for your support. It means a lot to us to know that people are listening. And if you're about to go to bed, sweet dreams. And if you're Don't. waking up, good morn. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> thanks, guys. Kill the mood. All right, bye. <laughs>